Wind Willow Farm, Betsy's Story, Chapter 3, Naming the Calves. Betsy got the dictionary and the encyclopedia to look up all the names under K. That morning, Dixie, one of their cows, had given birth to twin calves, and Betsy wanted to be the first to find the right names, but they had to start with a K. Every year, the Corb family gave all the new calves born during the year a name that started with the same letter of the alphabet. That way, it was easy to remember how old they were. This year, 1967, they were in the K year. They already had 20 calves born so far in 1967, and their names were Kiki, Kelly, Kindle, Kimmy, Kyle, Karen, Katie, Kitty, Cookie, Coco, Kiwi, Kara, Kelpie, and Christine for the heifers, and Ketchup, Kansas, Knight, King, Contiki, and Kumquat for the steers. It was hard to choose the right name, especially for the heifers. Their names had to slip off the tongue quickly and easily. Mother said, when the time comes and their cows with their own baby calves, we'll have to be able to call them in at milking time without stumbling over their names. They can have a tongue twister for a name of their steers, but the heifer names have to be simple. The steers would be sold before they were two years old, so that's why they could have fancier names like Kumquat and Contiki. Some of the heifers would be sold too but many of them would stay on the farm. At the time they were born, it was hard to say which ones would grow up to be milking cows. Betsy kept looking through the K volume of the encyclopedia for two more names. The rest of the family sat around the table trying to help her. Kaiser? No, said Danny. That would only be good for a steer. These are heifer calves. Kenya? That was the name of a new country in Africa. Their Aunt Millie had sent them a postcard from Kenya once when she was passing through on the way to the country of Zambia where she worked. But if I name one twin Kenya, then what will I name the other one? Betsy asked, half to herself and half out loud. You could name it Kenyatta. That's the president of Kenya, said Mona. She just finished with seventh grade and had studied about Africa. No, said Mother, that sounds too much alike. I would always be forgetting which one was Kenya and which one was Kenyatta. What about Kit and Cat? suggested Dorothy. We already have a Kitty and a Katie. We'd never keep them straight if we had Kit and Cat, too, said Carol. What about Christmas and Candy? piped up Christine. What about it? That would make nice names for the calves, insisted Christine. Oh, Christine, those would be cute names, but they don't start with a K, Linda said with a laugh. They don't? Christine looked puzzled. She knew her alphabet already. She could even read a few words and print her name. It sounded to her as though Christmas and Candy started with a K. Just then, Betsy and Dorothy, who had both been paging through the encyclopedia, shouted at the same time, Chris and Kringle! Everybody laughed. They all thought about those, they all thought those were good names. But Mother looked a bit doubtful after she thought about it. Don't you think we might mix up Christine with Chris? she asked. Oh, no, we won't, all the children assured her. They liked the names Chris and Kringle and wanted to keep them. At that moment, Dad came into the house from the barn. He walked very slowly. He looked very tired and a little sad. Well, we lost one of the new twin calves, he said. Tried to save her, but she was just too weak. Everyone was shocked into silence. They had been talking about naming both calves now, and now one of them was dead. Betsy was the first to speak. How come, Dad? I thought you said she was doing better this evening around milking time. She was. Then when I went in an hour ago to check on Helen, because she's due to have her calf any time now, saw the smaller twin had taken a turn for the worse. 
She was having a terrible time breathing. Then she just stopped. Oh, Dad, we had such good names picked out for the twins. We were going to name one Chris and the other Kringle. Why don't you name the one that's left Kringle, and that way you'll always remember she was a twin, suggested Mother. Every time you say Kringle's name or hear it, you'll think of Chris, and you'll remember her as a sweet little calf. Mother put her arms around Betsy to comfort her. Betsy didn't think that the memory of Chris would be as good as actually having her there, answering to her name. But since Chris had died, there was nothing else to do, and Mother was right about always thinking of the smaller twin as Chris, even though they had never had a chance to name her before she died. She was already calling the small twin Chris in her thoughts. Betsy went to a drawer in the kitchen desk where they kept the calf identification book. In this book, there was a page for every new calf. At the top of the page were three picture outlines of calves. One was of the right side, one was of the left side, and one was of the head. You were supposed to draw in all the markings that were on each part of the calf so you would always be able to know which calf belonged to which mother cow. It was easy to remember when there were only one or two calves, but when there were 20, it was much more difficult. Just to be sure they never mixed up the right calf with the wrong name or the wrong mother, they would draw in the pictures right after each calf was born. At the bottom of the picture was a blank space that could be filled in with the mother cow's name and the father bull's name. He was called the sire. Below that were spaces for the names of calves that the pictured calf would have when she grew up and became a mother cow. Tomorrow I'm going to the barn and draw in Kringle's spots and mark in the calf identification book, announced Betsy. Do you think you can do it right? You've none, never done it before, have you? Asked Dad. Oh, yes, I have. I helped Dorothy draw in the spots for Kiki and Kindle. Then I think I'd better go and do it, teased Mother. Mom, you draw funny. I know I can do it better than you. Mother gasped in surprise. What do you mean? I can draw just fine. But all the children around the table shook their heads and laughed. They all agreed with Betsy that Mother did not draw very well. She made such funny squiggles and shapes. Why, I never noticed any difference in the way I draw. Mother had begun to look a bit annoyed. They compared some of her calf drawings with those drawn in by Linda, Kathy, Carol, and Dorothy. Sure enough, could always tell which ones Mom had made. They were full of funny bumps and shaky lines. In fact, you could tell who made each drawing for the years back. They started to page through one of the books from A to K. See, Mom? Look at how funny you made the spots on Grindle's picture. They aren't wiggly like that, giggled Betsy. Let me see, let me see, the others called out. They began to tease their mother again. Okay, she said with a laugh. I can see that I'll have to leave the calf drawings to all of you. But see that you don't forget to draw them in each time, or before you know it, we won't be able to tell one calf from another. All this time, Sarah had been quiet, listening to all they were saying. Finally, she spoke up. Well, when Helen's calf is born, I'm going to name it Kellen. And when Kellen grows up to be a mother in two years, that will be the M year. And I'm going to name her calf Melon. Everyone burst into laughter, and Sarah laughed right along with them. She thought her idea was very clever. All the while, they had been talking about the other names, and she had been thinking about what to name the next calf. What will you do if Helen's calf is a steer? asked Daddy teasingly. Sarah opened her eyes wide and surprised. Then she thought for a while and said, I'll still name him Kellen, only there won't be no melon. That sounded like a poem to her, so she said it over and over again. But the next day Helen had her calf, and it was a heifer. So Sarah and Christine and Betsy and Julie started saying the new little poem over and over. 
Helen has a calf named Kellen. In two years, there'll be a melon.